What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Forever. Dog. I remember when I was younger, um, there was there was a girl in my church who was obsessed with Aaliyah. Would come in with like the one eye cover with her hair, just like Aaliyah. And I think we were we had like uh, youth like youth church or whatever. So like it was all the teenagers in one church, and like in the middle of it, she just started crying, and we we're like, "What's going on?" And she's like, "You guys didn't know Aaliyah died this morning." And I was like, "Oh, what?" And it was just it changed the whole vibe of the day. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It still hurts me. Like it hits me hard. She was my, she's my inspiration, period. Like I just, I just loved every bit of her. Yeah. I mean, her style. I feel Mm -hmm. like I read the, the wiki of the accident. I read, I, I read it every couple of years and 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 i'm reading it going oh i just could things have been different like it yeah it's yeah. the most frustrating thing to to just all of the different times where you're like oh man she left or it was she was leaving a day early and it's a different plane and all of just all of the stuff yeah that stuff is scary because i always think about what happens because like in the after effect we are thinking like oh my god this must be terrible but every time i fly I can't imagine that. So I can't imagine what those moments were like. That is just the scariest thought in the world. It's like, what what were your moments like? The literal year before the the accident, um, my it was the first time I had ever flown a plane and my uncle uh like my uncle and my parents like took us and our cousins to the Bahamas. It was the first time we ever left the country, it's the first time I ever was on a plane, and we went you know, and it was like one flight to Florida and then you take like a smaller plane to the Bahamas and the and the smaller plane is like, you know, it only seats like whatever, maybe 20, Two people. 30 people or something like that. And like, <laughs> I just remember we flew through these like really dark storm clouds and and I saw lightning strike like outside of the window of the plane and the plane was rattling as we were going through these storm clouds and i was like so so scared and then i remember just like i i don't know why i but like when that ha- when a when alia died i was like oh my god that could have been us like it was so close i, I don't it, it, it yeah. i know that there's more to it but Not i don't know real. stuff like that is <laughs> your life like like i stopped 
which is crazy. When Speed came out, I stopped going on elevators. No. Right? <laughs> no. Like, when Aaliyah, like, for real, for real, when Aaliyah passed away, I stopped doing planes. I went on a plane to Africa, and they hit a storm, and the, this plane was supposed to be cool. So they had a camera on the nose of the plane, so you could see what was in front of you. When they hit a storm, the guy was like, we have to get above it. And his exact words, we got to ride the storm. And I was like, I don't like the way this sounds. <laughs> so we go, so we feel the plane kind of go straight up vertically. So we just, it is the most terrifying thing of all time. And there's nothing you can do. I was like, I don't need this. I'm going to drive. I will drive cross country. I'll take a boat somewhere with a vest. I don't need this stress. Yeah, I normally drive everywhere too, you know. <laughs> Uh, you can hear it in all of my interviews. I always mention I just travel like I drive everywhere. Of course, I do planes occasionally, but planes give me anxiety. It's not because of the plane flying itself. It's because when you get there, you know, I've, I've done all this work to look beautiful. And then I got to take it all off just to go through security. And, you know, <laughs> and I'm sitting next to somebody I don't know. And then I don't have control of when I want to come back home. I have to wait on that next flight. So that's a problem to me, too. So I just drive. I mean, I drove. So you got to take your shoes off. Yeah, well, well, I don't like if You got pre-check. You don't got to take your shoes or your belt off. But not everybody has. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you got the pre-check, you ain't got to take your shoes. <laughs> Listen, there is nothing worse than taking off your shoes. I don't know why, but it feels so disrespectful. It's like, you don't know what kind of socks I got on. Like, I could have just rushed out the house. And you and you have to step in line with everybody else who also took something. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. I started wearing flip flip-flops to the airport. And I'm like, this is, this is what you get. I don't want to be a stereotype, but I got on. I got on slides right now. It's easy to get on and off. It's comfortable. <laughs> like, I took an Uber here. We're dealing with it. Dude. It's too much. I don't like it. Yeah. And and the other part of this, of course, is just like the remember. Yeah, I I, I didn't say it, but Chadwick Boseman has just, just passed away from um, colon cancer. And it's like these... I don't know. There's something about certain celebrities' deaths that like really kind of rock your world a bit. And I, yeah, I was just, it was just, it was so interesting watching because Aaliyah, I think, meant so much, just like Maya said, like to so many people. Um, and when someone who means that much to people dies, like what feels really like way before their time, I don't know. It's, it's insane. It, yeah. 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 I mean, like, especially, yes, I think you're especially rocked when they're young and, you know, and it's, it's because, because you're not, you know, you feel like, you know, youth, they're going to live forever, you know, or like, um, you know, it's always such yeah. a shock. It's not like, it's not something that's like in your, you're not thinking that that's going to happen. And sh in her, like this, this movie was her first uh, film role you know it was like a big like thing and i and i think it was like shortly after this that it even <laughs> happened so such she's supposed to be in the matrix like she had that's right she, that's yeah, right she was, she was jada's part in the matrix and it was like a one-two hit it was like her and i can't remember the order but it was like her and left eye and i was like what what is happening <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? like what mm -hmm. is actually happening um because my gosh yo she was doing a lot she really was, because she did that second album. Then she did Romeo Must Die. 
and she was working on the third album at the same time. Then um, filmed Queen of the Damned. Yes. Oh, yeah. And yep. and was filming um what what's the more than a woman video, then was going back to go do Rock the Boat, and then mm-hmm. had to go back. It was just too much. Like, mm-hmm. I was like when does she have time yeah. to sleep? Right. <laughs> it's funny even talking about. It's funny even hearing that. Like I was looking up um Jet Li before this, and people were kind of talking about how he he vanished, and it was just like he's like don't give up your life for a business that would trade you in or something like that along the lines. So just even hearing how we're saying Aaliyah did so much and even thinking about in our personal lives, we're probably doing so much stuff for the business. And just to hear Jet Li be like, look, man, I'm chilling. I'm old. Like, I've given my life for this. You know what I mean? I'm done my part. I'm done my part. And that's just something I try to think about. It's like, yeah, man, like there's so many times where like you exhaust yourself thinking this is going to be the thing you got to do. You miss a birthday party or uh cook out and next thing you know you never get that back for something that probably didn't matter that much at the end of the day oh yeah yeah i mean when listen when young people i don't know i just it's a tale as old as time you know juliet and romeo must die i think that she's the prettiest woman to ever exist just the design of her face and then yes, sure. long beautiful hair she's just stunning and like yeah. she was sexy but she wasn't like overly sexy like she didn't really go out of her way to be sexy she just was sexy and elegant yes. i um, love i agree with you so much and what i love too is that you brought up how wonderful Aaliyah was while we got to ignore Jonathan's, he does like a very corny segue. And like, what, what do you mean? It was so, yeah, so it was sincerely that it just, made, I hope everyone does this when they become a guest. They're like, hey, I let's just ignore that, but just talk about something beautiful. <laughs> what are talking about? I feel so happy. I feel relieved as a matter no, of fact. Uh, no, Maya was, yeah, absolutely speaking about how incredibly uh, the, just the beautifulness of Aaliyah, both externally and internally. And I was just, commenting on the the tragedy you know of we get it juliet and romeo must die why do you why do you throw in juliet because that's not the title of the movie there's no juliet in the title of the movie no i'm talking about the shakespeare story of juliet and romeo must die (laughs) (laughs) okay i think this has got off long enough (laughs) Let's uh let's start the know, show. I don't know I don't know a lot about Juliet and Romeo die, but I do know about Han and Trish. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yes, thank yes. you. Big thank you. Yes, there you go. <laughs> let's let's start let's start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Quarantine City. It's been a long time, time. I should have left you. Without a dog beat, a step, a step, a step, a step, a step, a step. Why did you sound like that? Why did you sound like that? Yeah, why do you sound like that? Yeah. Maya's getting down, though. Thank you, Maya. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I wanted to help you, but that wasn't. Honestly, sound like Timberland at all. Been alone, dot dot. It should have left. Everyone at home is like, "Oh snap! Is Timberland in the studio?" No, no one thought that. No one thought that. I was about to bust Uh, out of the (laughs) room. 
Thank you. <laughs> Maya, thank you. Yes. Oh, don't um, uh, real quick for the people who, who don't know or are listening to the first time, my name is Jonathan Braylock. I'm Jerron Milligan. And I'm James the Third. James gets real happy when he says his name. It's, it's cute, honestly. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> but we have an incredibly special guest with us in the quarantine studio today. Uh, you know her from Amazing Roles and Tangerine and, of course, the upcoming film Stage Mother, which is going to be released, it looks like, August 21st. Is that correct? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Because we don't know. <laughs> like, half, only half the country can see movies now, but that's all right. <laughs> but, um, guys, uh, the incredibly talented actor and singer, Maya Taylor is here, everyone. Maya, thank Welcome. you so much for coming. Applause, applause. <laughs> thank you for having me. Oh, this is wonderful. Um, and today, uh, we are going to be talking about the film, Romeo Must Die. Uh, yes. We talk about films, leading black actors in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. Uh, and this one, of course, as we kind of are already talking about stars, um, the actress and singer Aaliyah, as well as uh, Jet Li. Uh, Isaiah Washington is in this. Uh, Delroy Lindo. Uh, Russell Wong. And this film came out in 2000. Like, it was one of those, you know, mille- new the new millennium film. Yeah, John, I'm sorry, you, for, you forgot probably one, the most important actor in, in the movie. Mr. I'm sorry. Are you- the... <laughs> DMX, baby. I thought James was going to do a DMX. Oh, DMX. To, wow. Did you just the raise most your hand. important actor in the movie? Well, I'll say this. He got the wit. It was like with DMX. And I was like, it was his first really? Part. It was his first part. Listen, he was all on that soundtrack, baby. You know what I'm saying? That's with true. DMX? Come on. Come on. He owned the club. He owned the club. He did. His music he- was all over this. And honestly, I was here for it. When this, Yo, this movie, movie came, came out, out, I was like, oh! <laughs> like, it was hype. It came out 20 years ago, yo. Don't you ain't got to say the number. March, <laughs> March 22nd, 2000. You ain't have to say the wow. number of years. 2000, like James. Okay, you don't have to hit, hit it. it like that. Ooh, 2000. Oh my God, we, that was a long time ago. I, I yes. know. It's, it's insane. <laughs> um... Yeah, this film, let me see. Sorry, real quick. Uh, I think Wikipedia is saying that uh, its budget was $25 million. It made $91 million at the box office wow. uh, worldwide. Yeah, so that's pretty freaking good, I would say, especially for like yeah. a rated R film. <laughs> Wait, is this yeah. one of those um, new line cinema movies? Like, this is Joel Silver. I feel like there was a run where it was like one company making all the black movies and DMX was in 20 of them. Well, like, well, this director did did three of them. He did this, Exit Wounds, and Cradle to the Grave. Same yeah, director. Okay. Anthony yeah. Anderson was in all three of those movies as well. It That's right. Like, Anthony like, Anderson was in this. DMX and Anthony Anderson. It's not like they were even a butt. I think only one of them do they know each other, and all the others, they're like... We're just doing it. Uh, yeah. Um, part. He's so crazy. He plays... Um, uh, Trish Aaliyah calls him moron, but his yeah, name yeah. is right. Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Uh, you forget, Anthony's been around for so long, man. I used to watch a show when I was younger. Like, um, they always had like, they had like the teen hour or something like on after Say by the Bell. And he was on a show called Hoops or something like that, where he played a, bas- a high school basketball player, but he was like 
the chunky one everyone made. Oh made snap! Almost. Just I like remember. Wait, hold up. I got. It was like up. hoops or something. It was something. Uh, I don't know. I gotta look it up. But it's funny seeing yeah. him go from that to being. Yeah, because he was the comedian. I mean, I guess he still does. I mean, obviously, black's just comedy. Uh, but like, yeah, it's it's a different. He was always like the side character, and it, it's cool to like see him now. You know, starring in this yeah. like super famous sitcom. Well, um, so real quick for if you um, uh, haven't seen the movie, the basic what? the basic kind of plot. <laughs> I know it's. I don't know why you wouldn't have ha- haven't seen it, but uh, the basic kind of <laughs> plotline is it's a it's a and a, so <laughs> this is an avenging cop. I honestly I know that they like talk about Han being like a police officer, but it's really just a like a guy who broke out of jail in Hong Kong and he comes back, finds out his brother is killed. Um, So he's like trying to look, are you you doing DMX? I have to address this. (laughs) Is this this a, his ad are so fun. Come on. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway, he's looking for his brother's killer. uh, And there's also this, like this kind of, seeming build up to a gang war happening between the blacks and the Asians. There's a black gang and an Asian gang. And Aaliyah is the daughter of like the black kind of kingpin. Um, and so she's in danger as well. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the plot, right? I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there's a, there's a love, there's a love, uh, there's a, there's a kind of a, a romance that's building up between him. Hence the kind name of. Romeo. Even though the name, even though no no one actually calls him Romeo until I think they're until like the one line in the movie where they finally they say he Ro- says Romeo, Romeo must die. Romeo, Sorry, you Romeo must die. you gotta die. <laughs> Yo. um, What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earnin' is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day, or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin' app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or... It's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earning today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust Member FDIC. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. 
and Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Yeah, because for, uh, anyway, well, let's talk about, let's, so let's talk about initial thoughts, like, or, yeah, what, um, yeah, what this film kind of means to you. Uh, do you want to start us off, Maya? For me, I was like, you know what? I live in this. I'm about to watch it like 20 times. So, you know, that was my reason for watching yeah. it. <laughs> and she did good. Like, you know, it was um, looking back at it, you know, because I was a kid at that time. So, yeah. you know, I didn't know anything about critiquing a film. But looking back at it, she was very natural in it. And, um it seems she was a little bit spicier than what she is in her interviews, but that same Aaliyah style was in the character. So, right. Yeah, absolutely. I used to love this movie. I had it. I had the soundtrack, which I listened to this morning. Um, I had the DVD. Uh, Cause I love, I love martial arts movies. So I was a big fan of Jet Li, but then also, and this is very embarrassing. I probably said this before. I used to, try to date girls who look like either um, Aaliyah or Maya growing up. It wasn't on purpose, but now that I'm an adult, I, I can see... I love them both. I you specifically, you were like, all right, where is the Aaliyah? Yeah, where it is wasn't my- on purpose, but it was like, when I look back, I'm like, oh, this is definitely what uh, <laughs> Young Draw was in love with. Um, so I was all about this movie. Um, watching it now, though, you know, I, there were parts where I was like, Jet Li, <laughs> can fight so well so why are we doing these weird like why did they have this like why did this wire work cat like this one point? <laughs> i was like this what why did we pick where we were having wire work and why was it necessary but anyway i still enjoy it but there's a certain part so i'm like this is interesting and i don't know if i like this part <laughs> or the bones breaking like the mortal Kombat stuff um that was still lovely delroy is great i'm here for it um uh, and I do think Isaiah Washington was really fun because he was just so swarmy the whole time. I was like, 
you were so good at this dude. Anyway, I still dig it. Yeah. He's yeah, always I, been a villain. Right? Just, yeah. Even when he's a good guy, he's still bad. Like, I watched the early season <laughs> of Grey's Anatomy. I'm like, you're supposed to be a doctor, but I still don't like you. <laughs> Something's like, up with this dude. Yeah, don't I, just, save, I don't trust him. <laughs> don't let this doctor near your kids. Like, I just don't like this dude. <laughs> anyway. I love the soundtrack, too. Yeah. And speaking yes. of Maya, I love Maya, too. Like, she's... um. She's yes. she's independent now. I think like she's um she does her music on her own now. Wow. Um, but I got all of it. I support I saw, her. Uh, I saw Maya once. Um, this is the sorry, I'm gonna let James join. I'm gonna let y'all go, but I got to the story. I, I was in Times Square and uh the job I used to work at would always go to a barbecue place, um, like in Times Square every Friday night. And we went and one person was like, That looks like Maya. And she looked up and like did a wave, and I was young and dumb, and I was like, That's Maya. <laughs> and she quickly put her head back down and I was like, oh snap. Maya's just out here having barbecue like the rest of us. I think she's a vegan now, but um that was like she is right. Yeah, that was like 10 years ago now. Lord. I was in love with her when she was like, it's after midnight and she's on your oh, phone. She's all alone. Love. That was my song. <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember that just dancing in the desert. <laughs> just, just like. Yes, that's what right. Is it that she wants? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, yeah. I Jesus. loved this movie as well. Come on, are you kidding me? I was in the theater. While it DMX came out, I was screaming at him. Hey, yo! You know, like I was doing all of that. This I had the soundtrack, played it on, played it all the time. All of the, every single song <laughs> was like important and meant so much. It made me mad then and still makes me mad now that it's a pseudo relationship and not a real relationship. Like it wasn't, they just called him Romeo. And it's kind of out of nowhere. Like, yes, they're like sweet to each other. And like, yes, at the end, they correct. He, um, uh, Aaliyah caresses his cheek. But they don't have a kiss. They don't never. There's no real. It's a very subtle romance. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and they straight up call him Romeo. Like they, Romeo and Juliet kill each other for each other. That's how deep their love went. This was like a. He's nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have, and it, it made me mad then, and it still makes me mad. It still makes me mad now. Um, I on on rewatch. It was funny to me as a kid, but now on rewatch, it is so funny how amazing a fighter Jet Li is, and how like the hood dudes like don't even, like so, sometimes it'll be like one of them will be a martial artist, but for like no reason. <laughs> <laughs> but then the rest of the times it's like we're seeing a martial artist t- like and I think that's part of the the charm or the appeal of it like versus like kind of like street fighting essentially um and like you know we'll see like it'll take like three dudes to try to take him down but he's still like <laughs> he can still overpower them there's some fun stuff to to that um yeah and then and then I think it stood out to me way more this time around that it was like, why did did the Chinese people have to be the, the big bads? Like, did, they, did it have to? There was like one bad black dude, but then 
all of the Chinese people were like bad and was like, yeah. did they all have to be bad? I wish they teamed up and like got after the rich white dude. I was like, that's like watching it now. I was like, yeah, yeah, like Han, everybody just come break in. Now they all whoop his ass and his friends. Like, <laughs> yeah, it could have been good to have a team up. Yeah, but 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 I mean, obviously, the movie is super fun and and yeah, was super into it. Yeah. Yeah, I so I never I actually had never seen this movie. I mean, uh Maya, just so you know, I I grew up very uh I grew up in a very uh, uh religious household and we did not watch I didn't I was not allowed to watch R-rated films. So I talk about this a lot when we talk about older films that are R-rated. I like well, we didn't see any of them. So I didn't see Romeo Must Die uh when it came out. So this is my first time seeing it and you know, you know, I was definitely feeling some of that weird, some of that interesting, like, you know, wire working stuff was was strange, <laughs> especially because this is only like, I feel like this is Jet Li's first American movie where he's like the lead. Um, and yeah, yeah, it is. And, yeah. And so it was like it was almost like they didn't trust him and his skills to like do the thing. And they're like, no, no, we got to do these <laughs> this wire work stuff. Um, but. Aaliyah is, is <clears throat> incredible in this movie. Mm-hmm. And she has, like, I think, like, when I was saying, like, that es- her essence, like, pours out of her. And you're like, you just can't help but be like, man, like, she's great. And I, and I, I liked the kind of connection that these two made because it wasn't, it wasn't chemistry at first, right? It was like, they both kind of didn't even recognize each other. They were like, oh, like, it was, like, kind of interesting. And they and they make me make little jokes to each other, but neither of them think they're ever going to see each other again. So, you know, it would kind of went away and then they come back. Uh, but I feel like the movie, because it was more focused on the action than it was the romance. Doesn't really like doesn't like build it as much as it could, um, but it's still super fun. And I feel like if I when I was a kid, I would have loved this. Like if, if I or like in middle school or high school or whatever we, we were. Um uh so that that stuff was fun. That stuff was fun. I do think this the CGI of like when they like do the x-ray and it's like the bone cracks or like the thing pierces through the slave. I was like, what, what <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny that there was like a time when people were like they were like, this will be cool. Like we can do this now. And I, I don't know. Maybe it was cool. I don't know it, if you guys remember I, when you it, saw it. It was cool. It it like was really cool, but then I think it was weird because they like only do it twice. It's yeah, like you know what I mean. Like, like it's not like it's it's not like it's a big part of the movie. It's like just a couple times when Jet Li kicks somebody, we're gonna see what it does internally. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> but but it was still like cool. You know, like it was. I don't know. I don't know. It was still fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but like we go through it, this, the, the, uh, movie kind of starts off with, wait, does it start off with him? No, it doesn't start off with him in prison. It starts off with like, no, I think it starts in the, in the club. It starts in DMX. Oh, right. The DMX club. The brother in the club. And and the whole thing about the brother in the club that's so weird is like DMX, DMX just comes out with an automatic gun, like an AK-47 or something like that and just walks out. Yeah. Like, what's you doing, DMX? We have to address what happens before DMX comes out with that machine gun because, bef- well, I, 
I mean, I'm not plot. I'm not going to talk about plot. But why <laughs> did specifically a dude with a jerry curl and afro and dreadlock? It was like three dudes with very specific black hairstyles. Because they black, James. They had, prove, <laughs> they had to prove this was the black club. And it's like, if you're in a black club, all right, you got to have a jerry curl. You got to have an afro. They Sincerely, they each had, <laughs> they were like different archetypes of black people. <laughs> and they like all jumped up on the Asian dude. Wait, yeah, so to get the yeah, to get beat. But it's funny because I was thinking like, has there been a movie recently that has not, well, not even recently, but I guess in the last 20, 25 years that's had like, uh, the leads are like black and Asian in the movie. So I feel like you'll see movies where it's like black people and like white people or you'll see like um that uh matt damon movie where it was like white people and then asian actors you know but i feel like we rarely get to see black and asian actually stars yeah. together yeah i mean rush hour was star wars the last jedi yeah <laughs> yeah movie? yeah last jedi yeah yeah no Ke- kelly kelly marie tran and john boyega had a romance or at least kind but of. But he means the lead. He mean, he's saying the lead actors. The lead leads. Yeah. Yeah. He's saying the lead. I guess the. Uh, um, I mean, Rush Hour, obviously. The Rush Hour. Right. But, but that was just. That was before this. That was two years before this. And then its sequel. To, the second one came out the year after this came out. Oh, interesting. This was a period of time where I don't know about you. I don't know about you three, but like. My, I'm pretty sure my dad was like, took some martial arts classes and like was one of those. Like, there is this, like, not this, this, I think, pretty large subset of black culture that's like really fascinated with like, like martial arts and like karate and like, like the, these types of movies. Um, and, and so, like, that's what I was thinking about when this started was like, there is this like weird competition between the black, the black, um, and Asian men, and they're like facing off, and they want to like they're like all right, and then that's the reason that three of them just randomly know karate. Like I just was like all right, yeah, you know, oh, like, I signed up for karate. I was in like um, I had taekwondo. I tried to find a drunken um, uh, what was it called? I had saw a, a um. Jackie Chan movie like Drunken Masters or something. Drunken like, Legend of the Drunken Masters. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I want a, I want a drunk fight. <laughs> and, like I actually like my mom actually helped me look for it in like the yellow pages. But couldn't find it. Yeah. And I don't know. There I I don't know. There is this like weird tension sometimes between um Asian and black communities. Like it it's but it's 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 weird. It's like in this movie, it's like it's because they are a part of different gangs. But there is something like when like DMX was like, all right, if you ain't black, get out of this club. You know that. Yeah. I was just like, oh, that's right. There was the but we never the movie doesn't explore why or like talk about that at all. It's just it's just <laughs> present. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's and it's like very it's it's very present. And 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 it's and it goes it ends up going deeper than like my thought is like, oh, yeah, there's in in this movie, there's like the drug rivalry or the sort of crime boss sort of rivalry that that happens there. But like it but. But it kind of goes a little bit deeper than that. It kind of just is sort of an interracial kind of like conflict that that they're like, we're not going <laughs> to. We don't now, have one guy says it at the end to. 
and well, not at the end, but later on to Jet Li when he's like, they own half of the um waterfront. We own the other half. Right. So it was right. just inevitable. And I'm like, so that's it? Y'all, it is not inevitable. You could actually have teamed up. Which is also funny is that thinking about this and people getting pushed out, I know we're not a political podcast. It's funny oh. because in, you know, in LA right now, they are forcing um, people of color out to move the Ram Stadium. So it's like, huh, who knew? Hey, so who had 30 minutes on We're Not a Political Podcast? 30 minutes? Who had 30? No, 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 this is not I political. Had... I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, we're not political, but it's just interesting that like this whole thing is like this rich white dude trying to like take over this waterfront to put his vision of uh, uh, NFL stadium. And now that is almost exactly what is happening, minus the waterfront, but the inner cities of South Central cities of California. This also this also um stuck out at me. Uh the the last name of the black family in this is O'Day, which is uh an Irish surname and I was like, "Oh, were they was this like a was this script originally like some like mob like <laughs> crime movie that they've repurposed for uh, you know, like try, like to now make like, oh yeah, it'll be it'll be like uh, Chinese versus versus black people. I thought I thought that was, <laughs> yeah. Um, but so then we is it, and then after this, too, no, I feel like it's a while before we even meet Jet Li because that that was it what, is. I never saw this movie and I was like, I thought I thought Jet Li was like the main, and I think he is kind of. It's like his story, but it's it concentrates a lot on everything else that's happening, like. Because I think we see Aaliyah. We meet Aaliyah first. Right? We meet Aaliyah first. Oh, she came in much later. <laughs> she she came in. She was like the, she was she, the prison. That's right. He came in. Yeah, exactly. Oh, in fact, he's really when he prison. came in, when he came in, I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> it was like 15 minutes in. It was like it's like, it's in. like, it's like, it's like, now we're in Hong Kong. And I was like, Hong Kong? Like, what, what does this have to do with what I just saw in that club? Like, but wait, we, so, so wait, because I see literally the dude, just we see watched the guy, this. We see the, the guy die, the, 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 um, the son who we saw in the beginning of the club. Then right. all of a sudden we see him hanging. You know, yeah. there is like that meeting between uh, the black leader and the and the Asian leader. We and then we also see Aaliyah because they're like, "Hey, you got to go protect my daughter." And like that's when we meet Aaliyah. And then finally, we see like Jet Li just in some prison in Hong Kong. And I feel like the movie—I feel like it takes a real long while before the movie tells you that Jet Li is like brother of the guy who is the guy who just died. You know what I mean? Like we don't learn that until I feel like 30 minutes into the movie. You don't learn it until he finally <laughs> goes to a visit the funeral. You know what yeah. I mean? And then also it's funny because they do mention he was a cop, which serves zero purpose for this entire movie. <laughs> yeah. Like what is it? What does it matter that he's a cop? Um, the one thing I can say is so Yeah, it doesn't matter at all because it, it doesn't it's like no, it means nothing. In rush hour it mattered. I think it's a product of the times, though, too. Like, they made him a cop so that we can know that, like, he's not he's a good like... Guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's not like the, the criminals that the rest of his family has sort of become to come to be. You know, like, he's, he's an... It's just, I think, to show that he's an outsider within the family. I do have one fault. Um, one fault in the scene, our, our Leah intro scene. And I knew a white dude directed the scene because in the scene, you know, Leah's dancing with the kids. And she's like, let's show... Girl, let's show them what we got. 
and she does like a two-step. And I'm like, first off, we all know Aaliyah is one of the originators of choreography, okay? You ain't going to have her do no bum-ass two-step to this whack music. You play a dope I, track, and you have Aaliyah do a goddamn move. <laughs> I actually liked this because it was, mm. they were just like at like a house party. So they were doing like, it felt like they were doing like a line dance. Like it was like, this is actually a little more authentic than most like mid, mid movie dance numbers. It was like, just kind of like a, Hey, what's up family? Like <laughs> this is yeah, how man. it go. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, I'm really, you know, I got some moves, but sometimes I conserve them when I'm, you know what I mean? It just, it's, it's not the right time, the space. I'm like, you guys aren't ready for, you know, what I can do on the dance floor, you know? So, so I, I get it. That's, that's what, you know, I, I I'm with it. So I, I get what, what, what is it? What? You got dance moves? No, I know. No, I know. You, my, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, you know, you you get some, you know, it's like sometimes you can serve, you, you have a, you can dance or you can like, you know, you're like, I can blow you all away right now, but I'm not going to do it right now because it just doesn't, doesn't feel right. You guys aren't really ready for it. Don't get it. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'm you know so what? happy you waited for that. This is great. I love this. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> yes, yes. Wait, well, hold okay. on. Like legit. Let's just skip to when they start fighting. That's what I really cared about. Um, the like the scene where um, I'm a, what's the bad guy's name? Uh, James, like the the younger. One, Who's the, the one. bad guy? Because there's like five. <laughs> yeah, but who, you mean, but you mean um, Isaiah Washington's Kai. character? No, right. Uh, the 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 guy who fights Jet Kai. Lee. Kai. I love that when they start saying oh. what's up, my man just throws a water bottle and then just hits him immediately and they just start <laughs> sparring for no reason. I like that. I thought I thought that was, you know, there was something there was something about that that I was like, yeah, they like they grew up probably sparring together and there was like they're like kind of smiling throughout it and like gently smiling and and I was like, yeah, man, like this. I don't know. There was something about that that like, <laughs> like really made me care about the, these two relationships. And I knew it was like kind of just obvious that that guy was going to be a bad guy. Ultimately, yeah. just the way that the movie was set up. And there was a part of me that like after that scene, I was like, man, this sucks. He's going to have to like face off against his friend. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I felt sad. Movie uh, a lot. I mean, there were some movies that I was thinking about talking about too but okay i thought about precious because because <laughs> monique's performance in that film like i've watched it a numerous amount of times and in the beginning i'm like oh my god this is so sad which it is sad but then thinking about monique as a comedian and then looking at the stuff that she's saying here it's like oh my god bitch i can't take you serious you're too hilarious <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about that one. I thought about like the Fridays, which were kind of in this generation of you know yeah. films. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love those, and I also loved the Players Club. It's like anything that Ice Cube is in. Like I just adore him. Um, and then also straight out of Compton, I actually got to meet O'Shea Jackson at the the Governor's Awards. Which, mind we were both born in 91, and we were both there to, uh, just for our first films. So, and he's so fine, oh my God. But, uh, That's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, when I, see, when I hear him talk, I'm like, yo, you just sound like a mini Ice Cube. Like, him and John David, like, if you close your eyes, they just sound like the dad I, to me. I'm, it's so funny to me in, um, 
what what's that movie that he's uh the uh the Charlie Theron um Seth The Long Seth, Shot. The Long Shot. When <laughs> when O'Shea Jr. shows up in that it's so funny because it's like this honestly this part would have gone to Ice Cube like 10 years ago. You know? What I yes. Mean? Like it was such yes. a like right. it just the part was just like this is an Ice Cube part oh, that they were like but isn't this amazing? We have young Ice Cube. Like, we got little Ice Cube. To do. No, don't call him that. He's not oh, little Ice Cube. Oh, I mean, man. you know, he's his own man. But it's just first off, first off, first off. If your dad is Ice Cube, it's nothing wrong with being Lil Cube. Okay, I know. legit Lil Cube. You can call me like Jaden will always be Baby Smith because your dad's will. You're great, Jada, and De- John David. Come on, man, call me Baby Denzel all day. All day. I'm going to wear a t-shirt saying my daddy is. I would honestly be honored. (laughs) I would be honored to to call it. To be little any one of those guys. Respect me. Can you imagine being Lil Samuel L. Jackson? (laughs) Oh, I'm cursing all the time for no reason. I'm going to just curse people. It is what my daddy told me. Actually, Samuel L. Jackson was at the Governor's Awards that year, too. I got to meet Will Smith, too. What? Oh, no. Yeah, and um, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? He's in the movie with Beyonce, Obsessed. Oh, um, Idris? No. Idris. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking it was the other dude. You <laughs> hugging him felt like I was hugging a brick wall. He <laughs> <was> so <wrong. laughs> That's great. Um, Man, you, dang, you met Will Sam. Who else was there? What's his name from Blade? Wesley? Wesley Snipes was there, too. He's not really tall in person. Some of them don't be. Yeah. Jamie, Jamie's not that tall. Yeah, they'd be. Camera angles be helping Wesley out. And our James Bond. Why can't I think of these people's names? Daniel Daniel, Daniel Craig, this is fun for me. This is great. Yeah. This is what I love about camera angles. I'm short as hell, but if you aimed it right, I could be as tall as Braylock. I'm like Braylock tall. I'm 6'3". But not if you're in a scene with Bray, unless you're stepping on an Apple box. (laughs) James, are you telling the secrets? the camera angle can make you look tall, but you can't say that you're six three because you're not. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, that's incredible. Yeah. The, I I think the thing about Romeo, the thing about Romeo must die is like it's 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 like concentrated on this. Um, there's this thing that uh, where they're like trying to buy the property to sell it to the NFL. Um, so yeah. that the NFL could, I guess, have a new arena or something like that. Which, which I didn't remember at all. Like, I was, <laughs> what is this whole? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> matter. But I feel like so much of the movie is dedicated to reminding you, like, that's what the plot of this movie is. And I was just like, every time it happened, I was like, who's this white guy? <laughs> yeah, every time they like, cut to that white boy, I was like, I don't, what? <laughs> I and there's like, get back. I don't know if you guys remember that scene where they're like, <laughs> he turns to this white dude. He was like, he was like, it, it, uh, it's uh, what's the um, what's the common phrase today? And the guy's like, cheddar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like goes like, this. and you're just like, oh my goodness, this was that time where, like, it was like real fun for like white people to say like really old, you know, black slang. So he, you know, and then like later on, he got to say it back to him. But but I'll say I love every time Jet Li said 
brother. Loved it. Appla- it was so applause, clean. brother. <laughs> it was um, it was amazing. <laughs> what about the football scene? Oh, football that's scene my fa- okay. That's my favorite scene. The football James. scene is my favorite scene. Okay, so so I'll take everybody through the football scene for those of you <laughs> who don't remember the football scene. So Jet Li has already kicked the crap out of Anthony Anderson and all of his cronies. Then he's like, he's like, okay, I'm just going to follow up with, with Aaliyah and see if she knows anything, if she's been able to actually talk to her brother to figure out what happened to my brother. And he goes there. While he's there, Isaiah Washington and, and uh, Anthony Anderson and all, of, and all of his cronies, they're all playing football at the time. And they're trying to be cordial. So they're like, hey, we need a, we need a third man, another man, a fifth man or whatever it is. And they grab him and they keep he doesn't know how to play football. They tackle him a million times. He keeps saying, like, why do I why am I the only one getting hit? <laughs> and they go, because you're the one with the ball. And so you're the then one with the ball. So then for one <laughs> there is one play where he's like, cool. And he just makes sure everyone else gets the ball so he can kick the crap out of them. Yeah. I love that. I, I, I don't care if it's the corniest thing you've ever heard. I love that. He, and every time Anthony Anderson had the ball, he wanted to get it out of his hands. And gently would just leap. He would leap and kick them. Oh, well, there I was a little, like, a, I think a literal time where he like, he like throws the ball and then like in the air, I think a couple of times <laughs> this movie, he had the ability to like jump in the air and like, run around like a Looney Tunes cartoon and like kick everyone in a circle. <laughs> like, do, 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 do. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. He was, it didn't make any sense, but it was amazing. It was, it was really fantastic. <laughs> it was fun. It was really, yeah, <laughs> it was really <laughs> silly. There... Me a looking ass. Um, there was a scene that was kind of real. It was so subtle, but I actually thought it was it was so real in displaying. Not, I guess, partly toxic masculinity, but like also just like how pain is transferred or how violence can be transferred. They they had the scene where Anthony Anderson and Aaliyah, or they're they're in the um what do you call it with Isaiah Washington, Aaliyah, Isaiah Washington. They're in the restaurant. Anthony Anderson's kind of away, looking back. And like Isaiah Washington, like is like talking to Aaliyah, and I guess he likes her too. And he's like kind of talking, and she's like, "I would, you know, you're my dad's errand boy," and like basically kind of embarrasses him, disrespects him, or he feels disrespected. Um, And so he like slams the table, and then he walks away. And Anthony Anderson makes a joke, like, "Man, you, you know, you not not so great at talking to the ladies." And so Isaiah Washington slaps him. Um, and then when he walks away, Anthony Anderson then slams the bar and he's like, where's my drink? And it was like, and it was got, kind of played for comedy, but the, to me, I was like, man, this is so real, right? Like when people are, um, when they feel like, yeah, they're embarrassed <laughs> and then like they're powerless, you know, then they go and they take it out on their, this aggression that they have out on other people. And it's like a really clear way of kind of showing that we talked about this a little bit when we talked about fences but like how you know uh black men can take the oppression that they're feeling from white men but then transfer that over onto black women you know what i mean like it just and it can be this 
this like chain of like you know people who are less uh, who are more and more marginalized get the kind of brunt of all of the powerlessness and embarrassment or whatever you want to say that people are feeling and then it's taken out on them even though it has nothing really to do with them i don't know I, that's a lot to <laughs> to glean from that one no, moment but, but, I but was... even still like it sort of makes sense especially in in especially that it's anthony anderson's character because he then goes on to like like at, i think the last time we see him he's like supposed to just capture Jet Li and bring him back without killing him but then he feels like what the the second he gets upset i don't remember what it is like Jet Li kicks him or he somehow gets away but he's like you know what kill him <laughs> like he just right. he like wants to kill him now you know and yeah. it's like his one instance of like trying to regain some kind of power or honestly i think that's very astute bray <laughs> you hear that Jarrah? it was very astute <laughs> why do you why are you doing this why are you trying to be shady about it like why are you... <laughs> no just say i was just pointing out what james said to me it was nice i mean that's because james feels bad that you finally have gotten shaded on the podcast and he's just trying to make you feel better about yourself listen right. we don't need to say how the sausage gets made we can just... <laughs> all right that's um, my new catchphrase has, has anyone noticed this is my second time saying it on the podcast also, anyway. I, don't, I don't know. I <laughs> did not notice that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna call it out each time in hopes that by the the fifth or sixth time, people will know it's my catchphrase. How yeah. the sausage gets made. No. Um, no. Did you guys? Uh, There's. I feel like a couple other scenes we could talk about. The one was when Jet Li uses Aaliyah to fight the. That's my Chinese favorite. Woman. Scene. That's my second favorite scene. <laughs> That's my favorite scene. One. Because he's like, I can't hit a woman. <laughs> yeah. I love that scene. Also, I think I hope this isn't weird, but it's like also I just love this outfit on Aaliyah too. It's like yo, she looks so yes. cool and so hip hop, but yet so everything looks. I was so in for this scene. Also, the actress they were fighting. I feel like I've seen in other movies. Um, I was like the line, "You're Asian." No shit. <laughs> and then she went back to like <laughs> punch him. But but the level, the how graceful Aaliyah is in this scene, I just or like her body double, because I would have been mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there was never a moment where she accidentally took a punch. Like right. she always, like, man- was able to maneuver. Oh, I loved this scene. Yeah, it was almost like Bell. It was almost like a dance. Like it was like a. a they were like you know he like spun her around and was like it that really and then used was. her legs to yeah. kick her. It's the best example. I mean, honestly, as I was watching this, I was like, I really feel like this is the best example of the like. Besides, like, Ghost, <laughs> you know, like, when Patrick Swayze goes in, into uh, and they, they make the pottery. But, like, mm-hmm. the best example of, like, you know, you put your arms like this. Like, oh, show me. How do I play golf? I don't know. You know, like that. Like, it was the best example of that. She was so graceful. And she, and she was like, listen, just kick her ass. Like, I don't know how it is <laughs> in China. But when <laughs> a girl is kicking your ass, you can go. Like, it was... I don't know. I love. I loved that scene. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, and that's how they find out that, like, you know, wait a minute, this w- war that seems to be building up is a fake war. You know, like chi- the Chinese people are killing their own, and the black people. And then I don't think they realize that the black people are killing their own jet quite yet, but we find that out pretty soon after, and it, it was kind of clear. That was wild that them getting thrown out of that building, by the way. Yo. <laughs> oh, Colin. <sighs> yeah. 
And it, yeah. and I didn't understand why at first because I was like, what? Because it, it made it seem like Colin was connected to the brother who died in the beginning, the Asian brother who died in the beginning. And I actually didn't even understand. Did you guys catch what was where's where what were why were they calling each other? I don't know. You know, still to this day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. To this because day, it's just a mystery. <laughs> Well, but he but he does say like I think in that same scene we don't know what his new ideas are, but in that same scene we hear that like he has new ideas for what the next stage of and maybe it is unity. Like maybe it's like maybe it is like what if we connected and like we we squashed this beef or whatever. But that but that would then I, I don't know if this none of this is in the movie, but that would then jeopardize, you know, as what Isaiah Washington's plan is, which is like, I want to rule the streets myself or whatever, <laughs> it, whatever it actually was. But uh, yeah, then uh, then they kind of have the final the face offs. I mean. I, I don't know, I feel like. Uh, when when the brother dies and Aaliyah um, talks to her father, it's like you don't. It's like it's hard to not feel bad for him, but I had to keep reminding myself that like she was a hundred percent right. You know what I mean? Like the father like put his son it like in yeah. this business that is so dangerous, and even though he was trying to get out of it, you know, you still kind of feel for it but it i don't know there was something about the tragedy of that whole situation that felt terrible but she was like she like told like you know he's mourning his son's death and she was like you're also responsible for his death yeah <laughs> and like like she and he he doesn't really get a, a ton of time to even address this or reconcile it or or right but like but it's 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 a nice sort of touch to be like to be like the cr the crime is there and like there are good people and there are bad people, but it's also there's a there's the blur to it too, you know. Like he would would they all have been in it, you know? Like or you know or does he is he responsible for it or or how much of it is on him? Um, you know, yeah. yeah. Like because I love that she's like she's like you did this and he's like what do you what do you want me to say? Like, well, he what do you it. want me he's, to say? He yeah, did he do did. it, though. You, you got your son killed, yo. Like, that's a terrible father thing to do. Also, how come she had security, but he had no security? Or was the dude supposed to be his security? And he just like... Yeah, I, I think it, uh, ultimately it, it's it's that it, the betrayal went deeper than he... Like, he didn't he didn't know how deep the betrayal went. And it, also, can we talk about how dumb Isaiah Washington's dude was? Like, wouldn't you want to, like, I feel like you're so small-minded. It's like, yo, you should want to be an owner. My man is saying he's taking you with him. It's not like he's saying, it's for me and my family. It's like, no, you with us too. We all about to be in the owner's box. You messing the money up for everybody. That's how it goes. Yeah. I feel like this is that, that thing is in the wire as well. This, like, there are certain people in it that are like, hey, like, let's try to go legit. Like, let's you know, let's think bigger. And there's other people who are like, I don't, what are you talk, talking about? Like, this is what I know. This is what I know how to do. I just want to win at the game that I'm playing, not like start a new game. Um, but yeah, it was that. That was I, I love that uh, Aaliyah was the one who actually took Isaiah Washington out. It's kind of cool. Heck yeah, man. I was like, shoot that dude. Shoot him <laughs> two times in his leather 
was that a gator <laughs> outfit he had on? <laughs> Shoot him in the face. <laughs> and like Isaiah watched it after he gets shot. I, wait, didn't he say like that was cold blooded? Like, and he was yes. about to shoot her again, and she was like, "Double tap." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Double tap. She doesn't even think about movies. I'm so happy because if he wouldn't have raised up his arm, she wouldn't have double tapped him. Then they would have walked off, and somebody would have got shot in the back. But you double tap, all right? Every movie, bad guy, double tap. That's all I'm saying. Oh, and then we got that joke fight. Also, did anyone else notice that Jet Li was having fights in khakis? Yeah. Like, his whole fight was in a pair of khakis. And, and I was like, yo, dude, my man, you going to Gap Special trying to save the world. I was like, come on. Come on, Jet. Come on, Jet. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. He, and then he winds up facing off against his friend. I got to say, that trailer hands. shot when he... <laughs> Steps through the flame. Woo, baby. You know what's going down. When he stepped with the flame. It made no sense. <laughs> I was like, matter. why is this an action shot? I don't understand. Just that he's going to keep fighting. Yes. It was yeah, so. Okay. And, it, and he wraps his arms. He, oh. Wraps his hands. Woo. He's got to. Yeah. Ra- Burned his hands. Oof, that was painful. Watch. Um, try again video. I think he is in it. I think he's like it's not just clips from from the movie. He's like in the video. Yes. <laughs> uh but uh yeah, he 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 defeats him by I guess breaking his entire spine. I, that's <laughs> what the Yes, yeah, CGI... he, he kicks his head <laughs> into his spine. Yeah. And then that Causes a ripple effect through the whole spine, and it's really cool. <laughs> oh man, yeah. And then, uh, then it goes to his father. You kind of, he's like, I've, I've already avenged my brother's death. And his father at first picks up the gun. You're like, oh shoot, is he about to kill his other son? But he kills himself. And then Aaliyah. And Jet Li just walk off into the walk off into the to the night together. Yeah. Are so are they together? What do we think? I, no, this what you, think, oh my, what you think? I don't think he's tall enough. <laughs> 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 no, but see, if she if they put him on an uh, apple not- box, then he's he's standing at a height that's, you know, I I got to say, they did not use enough Apple boxes in this film because you could definitely tell that Jet Li was kind of shorter. There was a part of me <laughs> one time, like, as and I watch Jet Li movies and I and I think Jet Li is great, like, is a great actor. But there was like, there was a part of me <laughs> watching this movie and I was like, wait, why is it the bad guy the main, the main hero? <laughs> he seems like he's taller. Oh, and... <laughs> Jet Li. Yeah. How tall is he? Uh, let's see. I don't uh, know. He is 5'6". Five, 5'6". Six. Five, six. Like, what, 5'7 or 5'8"? Yeah, yeah, 5'6". Um, yeah, that other dude. I, what was his name? Hen- is this guy's name Henry O? Oh, no, Russell. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. Russell. Russell's Ka- place, Kai. Y'all know what? Since we're on this podcast, and you know millions of people watch all this stuff, mm-hmm. I do go ahead and say... Download B7 Brandy's new album because I have to support Brandy because you've yes. my baby. So yeah, download it. 
That's, it's the best. Like it's it's yes. And I I was thinking that I was thinking about Brandy while watching this because I it I I mean Brandy obviously is also um, an actor and and I believe was acting before the music. But correct me if I'm wrong. If anybody knows specifically. No. That's that's not she 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 music music came out first and then and then acting okay yeah because they they picked her because of the music for Moesha right right that's how I know Brandy yes okay that was a Brandy I was in love with Brandy when they were like the whole Brandy and Monica I was like listen I don't want to I don't want to have to choose between but Brandy was Cinderella she was Moesha she was sitting on top of the world you know what I mean like there was no. Like she wanted to be down. She had hits, yo. I just realized that like every every like young black, uh, like so I don't I I guess actor and singer like they were all like actors and singers. Yes, Randy and I'm I'm thinking of even Tatiana. Remember the show Thea? That's what I was thinking. I was thinking of the show Thea. I was thinking of Thea, which which which. Her her album came out and then Thea came out, which I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think there was like the, the tiniest bit of overlap there. But the reason that I bring her up is if it like she it wasn't like they were like Brandy straight to lead right away. Whereas like Aaliyah, it was like, here's <laughs> here's a lead role in a movie, you know, like a relatively la- large part in this in this film. And it, like. She like honestly, I I feel like she was about to be the actor, like the go to. You know, like it really felt like this was like huge. Yeah, I didn't. There was something definitely special about Aaliyah, but you know, Aaliyah, she did drama. You know, when she was younger, she was preparing for you know doing film. Because Brandy was just the music, wow. and film just kind of came second to that. You know? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, you know, if I had listened to one voice for the rest of my life and delete everybody else out of my playlist, it would probably be Brandy. Wow, that's wow. deep. Yeah, that's huge. That's, that's major. Deep. I mean, who would I go with? I mean, I think I would go with Sade. Just, I mean, I know we're not playing that game, but something smooth about Sade's voice. Yeah. Huh. This is nice. Or Shantae Moore. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um. Uh. Man, who would I go for? I to, no, everybody has to go. <laughs> I know. I was like, I, I got no clue. Everybody else has to go. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can say just one person forever. Um. <laughs> but these are all good people. These are all that's good tough. People. It depends on what the, I, I need to rotate them in, depending on what I need. Like, if I need someone to motivate me to get. Stuff done, then I'm gonna have Sam Jackson just curse me out real quick. That's not music. <laughs> that is music. His his voice. Like if I need some like real empowerment, I'm gonna have Barack Obama like sing Amazing Grace. You know, it's vibes for everybody. You know. <laughs> yeah, I would. I mean, I would probably have to go with a Mariah. I would have to go with Mariah because I feel like she. Uh, like with with each changing of time, she was like, "Cool, this is what I do." You know what I mean? Like she figured out. She was like, she kind of like moved with it, right? You know, I 
I would pick Mariah, but here's the thing. I'm also a singer. Okay. Um, when I'm singing with my artist, sometimes Mariah leaves me behind and I don't know. <laughs> 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 I respect, honestly respect, because yeah, yes, she, she will just do her thing. Honestly, <laughs> she, yeah. Uh, we cannot forget about Tamar Braxton. Oh my God. No, good for you for bringing up Tamar. I feel like Tamar don't get the respect she needs. Uh, Tamar's voice is, it's stunning. You know, and see, I can sing with Tamar because the color of Tamar's voice is a little bit darker than Mariah, so I can follow mm-hmm. her. But- <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. I can't wait. I mean, oh, wait, before we go, can I just say one quick thing to Hollywood? Um, oh. It's super quick. Um, I am a person who loves, like, martial art movies, and um, I-, I grew up watching, like, you know, whether it's the Bruce Lee movies or the Jackie Chan, like, we in the Bronx, but I miss the days when, like, we had like Bruce Leroy, you know, and it was like a black dude doing some kung fu and stuff like that. And I would just love if there was a movie that would come out Hollywood and just, you know, you can put black people and Asian people in movies together and we can we can both be the leads. And maybe, you know, if there is a big bad at the end, we can just team up and just whoop his ass. Kind of like um, one of those Jet Li movies, like, you know, Jet Li does one kick. And then he spins in a circle. And then Leah does another kick. And then he spins in a circle. And then all of a sudden, Jet Li does an up, uh, uppercut. And then next thing you know, Aaliyah just ran up on a chair and did an elbow drop. Tag team move, you know? You know, just this craziness, you know? Like, it, could be so, it could be so cool. And it's like, oh, damn. See, that should tell y'all, stop trying to build these stadiums in the areas where minorities live and trying to push them out, you know? Because that's happening in real life. Ooh, you know what we should do? Okay, okay, how about this? How about this? So in real life. Damn, right? that is real. In real life, let's get <laughs> black martial artists. I didn't even think about that. And I was just like, holy crap, what you just said is so real. They, they were trying to push minorities out of the they're, neighborhood. They're, they're blowing they were. up barbershops. <laughs> Bruh, literally, I, like in D.C. where I live, like um, where they built the Nationals um, baseball stadium was an area that was populated by a lot of like um, low income, like um, black neighborhoods. There was a, a project there that was pretty famous because they always had like a basketball um Prairie Farms, they had this basketball tournament every year, which everybody would show up. All of that got shut down. And those people got shipped out to I don't know where um, because the National Stadium came. Like, literally, if you look about what's happening in California yeah, right now, none of the Rams are building that stadium down there by Inglewood. A lot of people being pushed out of Inglewood. So what yeah. I'm saying is, is we should have, you know, black martial artists, um, Asian martial artists all fight, okay, these, these rich white owners that keep trying to push the minorities out, all right, so they can just have, like, a tag team celebrity death battle for the neighborhood. Because they can't just, like, take the neighborhood over and blow up barbershops. You can't get a shape up if there's no barbershop. I want a shape up, okay? You know what? I took a tangent. I realized that the shape ups kind of threw things off. <laughs> yeah, I was like... You can't <laughs> blow up the barbershop. Is that as important as everything <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know, the shape up might have went off him. I'm just saying, we should have a tag team to do that. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> All right, well. All right. The last podcast we did, somebody shat on my bit, so I'm not going to do anything. (laughs) (laughs) At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home. 
for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash office hours live. <laughs> what do you mean? They, they just said to bring back a bit, I thought. Nope. Mm-mm. They were like, we don't like the bits that James does. I think that was the exact words. So I'm cool. So you're just not going to do your segment at all? <laughs> Listen, no, you, should, you, should start, you should figure uh, out the name of that person and just name them every time you don't do it and be like, doesn't such tell me not to do it. <laughs> no, you're not even naming. You're... you're supposed to name the name drag. drag well, I guess drag, it's time drag. for the cause. We, name and review, <laughs> we rate and review movies not based on whether Wait, or not we like it. <laughs> he just hold said on. no John. You can't just... <laughs> You can't just say the thing that I usually say. Right, anyway, my it's time for the cause. <laughs> we rate review films not based on <laughs> how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. So if we feel a film fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. If it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. And if it, if we feel like, I don't know, it feels like this film didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. So on well. the count of three... <laughs> Yeah, okay, you already know. <laughs> We're going to do it. Because, you know, because my love for Aliyah, I feel like if it hadn't been for her, like, I would have probably never been into music or acting, period. You know, I grew up just watching her. She was she was my go-to entertainer. And um, she's the reason why I fell into entertainment, period. You know, so, yeah. Um, I'm going to give her a 10 out of 10. Mm. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I gave, I gave it a fist. I gave it a fist because one, I, I used to love, like, literally being in love with Aaliyah, but also because Jelly's always been one of my favorites because he delivered, he delivered the best line read I've ever heard in cinema, which is in this movie, The One, um, and he goes, "I'm Eula. I'm nobody's bitch," and that's how the, the end of um, the one ends, and it's the greatest line read ever. So I'm here for it. And he throws someone off a mountain. Like a mountain of hymns trying to attack him in prison. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I mean, this movie is super important to me. You know, definitely gets a black fist uh, for uh, for sincerely everyone in it, <laughs> every actor in it, except for the white NFL dudes. Um, it gets a black fist. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I also get a black fist. Um, because, you know, it's not, I mean, Aaliyah and, you know, Isaiah Washington did this and um, Delroy, like, there's a lot of, there. Anthony Anderson, so, and I'm sure it inspired a, a bunch of people. This is, this is what the point of the cause is. It's not, film doesn't have to be perfect, you know. Were some of those, you know, CGI spine kicks a little strange? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But that doesn't not matter. In, not in 2000. Not in 2000. It was like, oh, shit. 
He dominoed his spine with a kick. <laughs> um, but uh, Amaya, thank you again for doing this podcast. Um, I know people can uh, check out the uh, their your new film that's coming out now. Do we know is that going to be like theatrical release plus VOD? It's just a weird time. It's, it's- everywhere like it's not in every theater i know that it's online and many different sources don't even give me the line but just look it up and you'll find it <laughs> excellent awesome um yeah so check out stage mother guys uh it'll it, you know it'll be everywhere um and can can people follow you on social i'm on facebook a lot um I don't really do too much for Instagram. You know, I, I've never really, really been into social media. It's just not my type of thing. Yeah. You want to contact me or something? I look at all my messages on Facebook. Honestly, awesome. that's so gracious. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do not be so looking true. at every message that somebody nope. says. <laughs> I sure don't. Oh, that's awesome. I be responding. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Gerard responds. Gerard, uh famously goes on and off. He he says he's quitting social media, and then he never does. He always because, every yeah, so Gerard, Gerard, you know Gerard is constantly. I don't, I don't like doing it, but that's where I find my news because I don't have um I don't have cable or anything like that, or like a way to like besides just going to like CNN. So I usually find my news from like Twitter or Instagram, but then I get sucked up into everything else. Yeah, but can't you like can't you turn off DMs? Like can't isn't that oh, something you can know. do or you could turn off I'm like not comments? Or... That. All right. <laughs> I'm not famous enough. All right. Um you can follow the podcast at Blackman Podcast. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. Uh we're on Twitter and Instagram. And if you uh rate and review us and give us five stars, we'll read your review on the air. Um one second while I pull that up. You can follow me at John Braylock. This is my Twitter handle. You can James. follow me at James Third Comedy. James Third Comedy dot com. Third is three RD. Haven't done the dot com in a while. That was, that was a while. Throwback. Uh, and here I'm gonna read. Yeah, good, good job. <laughs> here I'm gonna read this review. <laughs> this is by uh, your one note. Nona, your Winona. Finally found my people. Y'all deserve all the flowers. I love listening to movie TV review podcasts, but I've gotten so goddamn tired. Uh, they they wrote it like this. So goddamn tired of listening to race blind takes on movies. Finally, 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 I hear opinions and takes with such insight and thoughtfulness and nuance. I have found my people, and I am so thankful for y'all. Thank you. That's so nice. Thank I just you. listened to your episode about Into the Spider Verse. My heart is so full. Thank you for as long as y'all keep talking to Hollywood. I am here for it. Your podcast gets all of the fists. That's really nice. Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah. Thank. Thanks, guys, for listening, Maya. Thanks again. For, yeah, Maya, uh, thank you. Thank you so thank you much for having. being here. I love doing this. So things. fun. All right, guys. So we will see you next week. Peace. Peace. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!